This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Chazak Baruch, good morning everyone. This week, Parashat Vayeshev, Ateret Roshenu is going to explain to us the Reshav Sefa and connect at the beginning of the Parashat and the end of the Parashat and connect it to last week. So what's the beginning of this Parashat? The first word is? Vayeshev. Last word is? Vayishkahehu, that we're talking about that the that the um Sarham Mashkim, the one who was in charge of the uh of, of the pouring of the wine of the king was in the the dungeon together with Yosef, and when he got freed, he said that he would remember Yosef, but Vayishkehu he forgot him. So what's the significance of of uh uh, of Vayeshev and Vayishkechehu. So here, Ateret Roshenu tells us that there's a fundamental gematria that we have to start off with. And connecting it to last week's parasha, which the last word of last week's parasha was Edom. And Edom refers to the Galut Edom, to the, to the, to the, to, to the exile of Edom that we are presently in, of Esav, which yesterday we spoke about unbelievable things from the Gaon Mivilna, about the Galut Edom. Galut Edom is the time where, where, where it's Esav. Esav is called Esav Arasha. We have three negative klipot in the world. We have the klipa of Esav, we have the klipa of Yishmael, and we have the klipa, and we have the klipa of, uh, of, uh, Amalek. Esav is keneged the cherev, the sword. Yishmael is keneged the bow and arrow. That's what, that's what he says. Uh, Yishmael would, would go with the bow and arrow. And Amalek is the chutzpah of both of them together, which is why we explained that by the, uh, the, 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 the Gaon Mivilna explains that the Arabs don't have the same courage as the as Yish, as Esav, Esav is the sword. So that's why he's called Esav Arasha. He is he he has the sword with him that he is that that he's bigvura. Yishmael is a chicken, so he goes from far away. So that's why he throws they throw rocks and then they run away, or they suicide. There are there suicide bombers and they don't they don't have guts. That doesn't take guts. You just go and you blow yourself up. The Gaon Mivilna said this hundreds of years ago. And then you have the Klippa of Amalek, which is both them together, which is basically the atheists that make litzanut of everything. We'll speak about it another time, but I just wanted to bring out the point of Edom and Yishmael is the, is the Rishut. And we have to, how do we get out of that Agalut Edom? He's going to tell us right now. Edom, Vayeshev, and Vayishkachehu is Gematria, Vayateshuva. In order to tell you that with the power of Teshuva, that the that the the true zera emet shel Yaakov Avinu do that we that 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 we do that when we if we forgot if we if we if we arouse ourselves the proper teshuva then vayishkechehu Edom then Hashem is going to make Edom forgotten Edom right now has a very powerful force in the world how are we going to remove that powerful force of Edom? Through, through coming to do teshuva. It's unbelievable. You know, I, I mentioned that uh, yesterday it was the 100th Ateret Roshenu of David Abu Chatzir's 100th yard site from the time that he was Niftar. And Rabbi Yodayov yesterday said an amazing story. For those of you who weren't here, I'm going to repeat it. Is that when, when, um, 
Rav David Abu Chatzera was Niftar when he was 54 years old. His grandfather, Abir Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Abichsera, was Niftar when he was 74 years old. And Rabbi Mesod Abu Chatzera, Rabbi Yaakov's son, which is Baba Sali and Rabbi David Abu Chatzera's father, was Niftar when he was also 74 years old. It's amazing. Baba Sali walked into his uncle, Rav Meir Dahan, when he was uh, deathly ill. And this Rav Meir Dahan had... Had, had a vision, he, w- he could see somebody coming in, he could see exactly what he was about. So Babasali walked in, and right away, his uncle tells him, Kodesh Kodashim. His Kodesh Kodashim is walking in. Babasali was a very young man at the time. He said, the Kodesh Kodashim, the Holy of Holies is walking in. So Babasali said, oh, whatever, he was, he was a little taken aback. And then he said, you're going to be a kapara for all of Am Yisrael. You're going to be a... Uh, uh, basically a sacrifice for all of Am Yisrael. So Baba Sali was very shooken up. He, he goes back to his brother. And his brother tells him, He tells him, uh, did, it, uh, did you go see the, the uncle? He says, yeah, he, he told you that you were going to be a kapara. <laughs> he said, yeah. He says, well, let me tell you, I'm going to be the kapara for all of Klal Yisrael. And you're going to be a kiddush, a kapara of your of living your life, not through death, but through living your life. That's going to be your that's going to be your kapara that you're going to live a long life. So, Ateret Roshin was niftar. He was murdered al pikidush Hashem when he was 54 years old. Baba Sali lived till he was 94 years old. So the 20 years that Ateret Roshenu didn't live to his fathers and his grandfather, which was 74 years old. Those 20 years went to Baba Sali, who instead of being Niftar at 74, was Niftar at 94 years old. It's pretty amazing. And, uh, and, and uh, it's, it's like the, the amount of kapara that we have to get to in order to get to Edom, in order to get to, to, to that, that, that we forget this horrible galut that we are in of, uh, uh, of Edom is, is, is through the kapara of all of the tzedekim. I was reminded of the story that, that, we, that was said over yesterday, how, how, how this... this it, it, they're they're full of just killing with the sword and 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 trying to to, to to get us down. That is the galut, and the only way to do it is to say is to properly come with teshuva. That's what Atiret Roshenu says that we that we that we return to Hashem and we and we try to improve ourselves. So that he says is al piyaderech hadrashin. But then he's going to go a little bit deeper and he's going to say the following. Vayeshev Yaakov, Rashi tells us, Yaakov wanted to sit in peace. Bikesh Yaakov leshev b'shalva. Yaakov Avinu said, I went through a hard life. I want to take it easy. Kafat salav shel Yosef. Then the challenge of Yosef at Sadiq that he got sold. Because we know how great this Avirav getting sold was. Because it says, Atelet Roshinu ve'asare harugim alchut yochiach. The ten martyrs will prove how difficult of Avira it was because the Midrash, the Zohar Chadash in Ruth says that that was the reason why the Asara Harigim Alchut, the ten martyrs, they were niftar because of the sin of Yosef at Sadiq. So, Vayoshev, he wanted to, he wanted, uh, Yaakov Avinu wanted to sit, Bishalva, and because of that, there was, there was a, the, a great Avira, and then, the, in other words, that they sold, they sold Yosef. So what's going to be the ultimate shalva? What's going to be the ultimate peace? Mashiach Sidkenu. So we want to get to Vayeshev Shalva. Milanu Gadol Mishalvat Mashiach. What is greater than resting when Mashiach comes? Then we're going to have the ultimate peace. 
and then Vayishkacheo, then Hashem is going to be making forgotten the, the Zira, the, the Zira Isav. So what he does is that he just takes it a, a step further. He says, Vayishkacheo Vayeshev Edom. If, I'm sorry, Edom Vayeshev Vayishkacheo. If we want to forget Edom, if we want Hashem to forget Edom, and that we're going to be able to Vayeshev Beshalva, it's going to be through that Gematria, which is Hateshuvah. It's going to be through that gematria, which is teshuvah, and that is going to be, uh, and that is what 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 the avera of Yosef of Yaakov thinking that he could have a yeshiv now. It's going to only been it didn't happen because it was the big avera because of the thought now because of the sara of of Yosef being sold, and eventually in the time of Mashiach that's going to be the ultimate shalva. But then he says al piderech pshat, simple explanation. What is vayeshev vayishkecheu? Hashem judges even to a hair breath. That means to us, the tit for tat is, is not as great as for tzaddikim. For tzaddikim, even one slight move can cause a great deen. That's the, that's the power of judgment that Hashem has with tzaddikim. And says Ateret Roshenu that what happened over here, that since Yaakov Avinu wanted to sit b'shalva, since Yaakov Avinu wanted to sit in this world and he wanted to rest, there's no retirement in this world. Retirement, there, there, retirement is 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 uh, is is will have plenty of time to sleep in Olam Abba. A person has to be productive. A person has to be productive his whole life. A person, a person has to. Take, I know people that would they would still keep their daily schedule of going to work and then learning everything until they were ninety five hundred years old. They would keep their. I know people today that like that. They they keep their schedule and it keeps the vibrant. There's if a person is just working in order to get to shalva to rest over here, that not always something that 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 is uh, that 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 is the best plan. I mean. Uh, I'm not going to say a blanket rule, but over here, Yaakov Avinu was judged for that, that he wanted to have a little bit of rest. Hashem has a dig. I mean, we can't say this, but this is what Teret Hashem was saying, that Hashem judged Yaakov on this. And since we know that the children are punished for the avra of their fathers, then that's what happened, that in Midah Keneged Midah, just like, Yaakov wanted to forget everything and rest, so too the Sarah Mashkim forgot Yosef. So because of Yaakov's Vayeshev, the Sarah Mashkim, the, the, the butler in charge of the, of, of the drinks, forgot Yosef. So that was the, that's the Rishav Yisifah. And the nemesis to us is that we have to take every single moment of our life and cherish it. And, and, you know, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, every single year of his birthday, what did he do? He didn't say, oh, I'm older, so I'm going to go rest. He would take upon himself another, another mission, another, uh, another koach, and, and he would get stronger as the years go by. It was unbelievable. I remember as well noticing Ravavadi Yosef. I used to pray with him on a daily basis in his later years. He would have so much koach going back and forth. He didn't have time to rest. Rebeliashiv. I would go hear Shi'ur from him when he was in his 90s. He was diabetic. Rav Avadia was also diabetic. And, and, and you would think that, that they took a little bit of rest afterwards. They were just going stronger and stronger and stronger it, 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 with more koach. With more koach than when they were younger. They just, just wanted to write more books because they knew that they didn't have so much time left so they wanted to capitalize. And that's probably what got them. Instead of playing, uh, we see people getting old saying, oh, I'm going to play bingo all day and count the cars outside. Instead, they're productive and they, and they, and they, and they, and they do more and more and more. 
that could uh, that, that could bring them a lot of bracha v'atzlacha and long life. Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.